0: Welcome to Be Insanely Great. I'm trying to trying to remember if I you know, you know, when when you walk up to somebody and you, and you say and you have like a greeting, you know, uh, an engaging greeting. Hello. How are you today? All right. Some housekeeping housekeeping items. We have a, um, a refinement occurring. We are improving upon our show and doing a few different things. Check out the show notes. Check out the show notes. We got great summaries. They're not the transcripts. No one wants to read transcripts. Who has time for that? They got a summary. We got a, a, a all the bullets as to what, what's good or, or what we think is good. If you don't think it's good, that's cool. You know, whatever. We got we got some quotes in there that, that we say. And coming soon, coming soon, we're going to build out BeInsanelyGreat.com. And have that be a resource for all of us to go to and, and, and have all the links that we, of, of all the influential people and, and, and inspirations that, that have happened to, at least in my life that I'm sharing with all of you and to be able to have that experience and engage with those things and read those stories and read those quotes and, and think about them and, and, and feel what the intentions are behind, behind them and, and, and attempt to find their, feel the interconnectedness between them. Um, so we're building that out. That's going to be amazing. And, oh, we're going to do a little book club, you know, inspired by our good our good friend Oprah. Thank you, Oprah, for the inspiration for this. So there's an experiment. And I'm going to go through all the books that I've mentioned so far in the show and some that I've, I've not mentioned. This is one that I've not yet mentioned. This is The Divine Matrix by Greg Braden. Incredible book, Bridging Time, Space, Miracles, and, B- and Belief utilizing the mechanics of quantum physics and science to 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 explain reality and all that is and one of the experiments that he mentions in here they uh they took cells off of off of off of a human being and they put it in they put it in a dish or whatever it is that you do to transport cells I'm not a scientist but this is what <laughs> this is what was this is what was captured uh and this was a military experiment military science experiment the US military And they took those cells taken off that human being, and they put them in a room, several rooms away from where that human being that they took those cells off of. And then they had a device that measured certain frequencies of emotions on that human in that room and on those cells that they took off of that human. When they did the experiment to which they would show the human being certain things on a TV or screen or whatever, and that person would react and have emotions. And whether it be good or bad or indifferent, whatever the emotions were, they measured the emotions on that human and on that sample that was taken. The emotions measured and the frequencies measured on on both the human and the cells were the same and did not just the same, but happened instantaneously. The time recording stamp of when it was measured happened instantaneously. And then they didn't. They 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 said, "All right, well, this happens a few doors now. What if we what if we take it and move it, you know, to another building?" They did that same thing, same thing, and then they moved it 300 miles away, 300 miles away, same exact thing. Instantaneous readings, instantaneous readings of the same exact frequency of emotions that the human being was experiencing in that room to the cells that were taken off of that. No wonder the our environment is something that. Either supports our, our 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 thoughts and our feelings or contradicts it. And we feel a certain way. You know, when when, when one of the previous episodes, misery loves company, you know, but happiness also loves company, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, because everything is connected, everything's happening at the same time, right? It's all instantaneous, the past, the present, and the future are happening in this moment right now. I know that's incredible to wrap our heads around. Right. (laughs) And and for a lot of us, it'll it's like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. But if we can open our minds and give it a chance and think about it, actually apply conscious thought, be aware in the moment that what if something is different than I currently have lived and operated my life to, to this point? Which was me. Absolutely me. Absolutely. What if it was different? Right. And, and and what if there was a different perspective to consider? And what if there was a, a more expansive, unlimited, unlimited perspective to consider? You know, we might think that that may make things more complicated, but if we really think about it, it, it actually simplifies it because it simplifies it to the point that all we need to do is think and feel a certain way. And, and our reality is then happens around us for us. And it doesn't, again, all of these things don't happen overnight. Another thing I'm doing, I have energy, I talk fast, but we're also going to have little moments of like slowing down so we can think about it and we can reflect on it. And that's what the website's going to be great for, because you'll be able to go there and think on your own time, you know, read things, get engaged, think about things. Oh, my God, that's the same thing that this person said, or that makes sense, or, or I feel that, or I resonate with that. And again, when we resonate with something, we see ourselves in it, whether it's nature or whether it's a person, relationship, a thing that's happening in our lives, a situation. And it's almost like if if that was that could be whatever that is that we're observing could very well be us in a different element of the. Whoa! Beautiful starling that flew by. If you look at a starling, I saw this on one of the one of the. You know, I say don't do socialists, but I do watch instagram every once in a while for little moments of inspiration and there's some there's some bird uh <laughs> some, some beautiful bird images of nature and one of them had a, a picture of a starling which is which is a bird in, in the southeast united states and i think it's actually all over the u.s maybe i, I don't know we, we can look it up but <laughs> we could all look it up but the uh uh the starling is if you look at the the little spots on it, it's like an iridescent bird it's it's absolutely beautiful, and the little spots I thought they were little white spots, but when you look closely, they're all hearts they're all in the shape of beautiful little hearts, and so when, now, when I look at a starling i just I just see pure love and I just see it as a as a as a sign of pure love and all that comes with the symbol of a heart that we all relate with to some extent right if we choose to the divine so divine matrix greg braden greg braden thank you thank you for writing such an incredible book to try and bridge all of this complex craziness that exists in our in our big world that's basically our own little worlds thank you greg braden thank you so there's there's the first book we'll we'll give credit to which you know again is i got a stack of books here we're going to go through i'm looking at the stack i'm like. Can't believe I read these books. My grandmother's so proud right now. She's like I knew you could read. <laughs> you might not have wanted to read your whole life, but now you're reading. <laughs> Thank you, grandma. So, um, Greg Braden, book, uh, amazing. Please check it out. It's true inspiration in many ways. And 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 again, looking at the science of things, he goes through several experiments. He very clearly and 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 in in many different ways does exactly what the front of the book says, bridging time, space, miracles, and belief, not, not religious in any sense, just, just using science and facts and perspective to try and pull things together to give us a different way to look at things. So amazing. I've got a great quote here from it. That just talks about quantum entanglement. Like you're just talking about observation is an act of creation and that consciousness is doing the creating. And Riley Thank you for saying that because you just reminded me of another experiment. They were, and, and I won't get into the, to the details of it because I read, I, I remember reading this experiment probably several months ago now. So I don't want to like confuse the facts and, 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 and again, give everyone opportunity to look at it. But the experiment was, as they were trying to get this um piece of matter to go through a certain loop or something like that, and they were trying to measure it in a certain way. And they were, they were dumbfounded by the results. And come to find out, like there, if they were looking at it, it was doing exactly what it is they wanted to do. If they weren't looking at it, it would do something completely different. Right. And so we are the observers. We all we need to, if we, if all we need to, if it is that simple, and if we do give our chance, ourselves the chance and the opportunity to believe that it is as simple, it is as simple as thinking and feeling to create our realities, then we, we observe. And when we observe, and observing is 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 kind of thinking and feeling all in the same like bucket to some extent. If you're really if you're really engaged, and you're really and we're really present, and we're really thinking about it, we're and we're observing. Observing is essentially thinking and feeling all in the same moment. And when we're observing, it's almost like an an, an automatic of, of 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 what we're doing. Going back to the James Webb Telescope, the director of the whole the whole show with the James Webb, he says we thought it was there. We hoped it was there, and now it's there. Now we see it, right? It's the same thing. They were observing, and now we're observing the universe and the, and all this cosmos and all the space with that entire program. What an incredible program. Thank you, Riley, for that quote. That was amazing. <laughs> was that Greg Braden's quote? Yeah, that's from the book. Fantastic. Thank you, Greg Braden. All right, next book, ABCs of Success, Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor, incredible being light in a lot of people's lives over many decades, helped me appreciate my first meditation <laughs> that I committed, my first guided meditation on abundance that I committed myself to trying after, after actually thinking about it and, 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 and saying, is this something I want to do for me or is it worth it or is it worth being quiet for, for 20 minutes? Incredibly inspirational. On the front of the book, it says the essential principles from America's greatest prosperity teacher. And one of the things I love about Bob Proctor is he he always is giving credit where credit is due. He did so well. And and I feel very strongly that this is where I got the inspiration to start looking at quotes and looking at all of that is he was always very good at 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 doing. <laughs> Bob, you're doing it. You're You're doing it. I'm going to read this and, and it's going to tie something in again. I just opened the book and it's on, and I've in the book opened up to innovation and it talks about the uncommon sense. And in the very first opening, you must be careful of those much abused terms, common sense and conscience. Both are based on moral standards of the times and the accepted opinions of the masses Uncommon sense is truly the priceless ingredient that stands behind all progress and inventions. This guy goosebumps, Bob, I know you're here. I know you're here. And so ironically, ironically opened up to this page randomly because on the very bottom of this page, it says, think different. There's another series of quotes there and words. And it says, think different. And right above it, it says, the advancement and diffusion of knowledge is the only guardian of true liberty. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means that we need to understand. We need to think different. We need to, we need to under, take a moment, take time. When I, and again, I'll say, I'll say, when we say take time, what that really means is, is our consciousness getting into an awareness of being present. And saying, "Let me think about that. Let me try and understand what's trying, what the intention of those words are. Let me try to understand what the intention of that action was. Actions speak louder than words. Many people understand and feel and resonate with that. I absolutely do. Everybody can say anything, but the reality is, is we're we're a product of what we do. We are all a product of oh, beautiful." Black and yellow butterflies back. We are a product of what we do. So think different. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tangent right now. I'm gonna tangent into our our good friend and inspiration for billions of people around the planet, Steve Jobs. Because again, I just got goosebumps again. You hear Steve? Steve's here. He says, think different. He says think different. He said think different when he went back to Apple. He needed to bring back the the soul of Apple. When he went back, I just discovered this weekend or, or, or this past, like towards the end of last week, maybe Friday after after a show that the Steve there's a Steve Jobs archive and that Laureen Powell Jobs and Tim Cook and Johnny Ive came together to, to basically give the world the information and the, and the, the thought process and the, the awareness and, and the true spirit of, of, of who Steve is. And continues to live on to be and 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 as he operated when he was here in, 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 in a physical body. And it's so inspirational. So inspirational. One of the things that he said, and it's interestingly enough, it's very similar to the Beatles Get Back documentary, but it's not. beautiful butterfly. all oh, coming out today, all the butterflies. In the Get Back documentary, we're able to see it, right? And we're able to hear it. And we're able to visualize it, right? Because it's a motion picture film. In a Steve Jobs archive, it's all written, and so, but it's the same context it's It's how he thought, how he felt about things, things that motivated him, things that inspired him right and And one of the things that from his where he was recalling in an interview or something something that he had said is that when he first went to school, all he wanted to do was read books and chase butterflies. He wanted to read books and chase butterflies. What an imaginative, amazing way to go into school. But he soon realized that ain't what school is or what the education system in (laughs) in California at the time was. And he he said something along the lines of they almost beat the curiosity out of me. They almost killed my curiosity is what he said. Right. He didn't say killed. He said, beat the curiosity out of me. Isn't that that's terrible. Tragic, tragic. Thank God that didn't happen. And so. It seemed as though he was so inspired by, by, by who he was not in, in, in those moments of retaining and, and believing in the curiosity and the value that that had, the value that that had, and all of what he did with Apple was a value. He wasn't trying to be a commodity like everybody else that, that built computers or, or anything else. He, he said it, we are in the early, in the early days of, of, of Apple. He said, we are the Rolls Royce of computers. He wasn't trying to be anything else, but that trying to be the best in the world at design, at, at functionality, at making it easy for mere mortals to engage with the with, with the product and then feel, feel the connectedness and feel the, the, the intention and the care that went into it. And, and, and going back to the, to the commercial where in the early nineties, he was, he, I keep looking at Bert. So pardon my distraction, but. I will look at the camera for sure, but I will not not be distracted by the beautiful nature around me. So no apologies for that. But thank you for allowing me to do that. Much appreciated. (laughs) So going back to going back to to when when Steve Jobs came back to to Apple after being away for, for for 10 years, which, by the way, when he was away, he built Next Software, which had its ups and downs but eventually was sold to apple to be their operating system which they happened to need at the time anyway and built pixar i didn't even realize this he built pix he 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 kept kept sending him checks kept sending him checks he said, kept sending him checks why because he believed in it and why because he he what i gathered from his from his words and his interactions with people which it like in the in the book called and by the way the book's called make something wonderful which, amazing, you know, yes, go make something wonderful. We all need to make something wonderful every day. But he realized, and, and he articulated this um, several times, is he was always trying to get and, and impart the largest influence of, 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 of humanity and of love on every being on this planet. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to make products amazing because he wanted everybody to feel the incredible experience and the excitement that he felt. And he wanted everybody to feel the love and intention and care that goes into every Apple product that he that he inspired within the Apple culture that lives and breathes. And that is the that is the soul of Apple. And that's what he did. He did that. And when he did it with products and he realized that everything was becoming so interconnected with the web. And all of that. And he realized the impact of products was great, but the impact of products was great to a point because the person had to purchase that product. The person, you know, had that product once and had it for a year. And then all that energy and all that effort goes into the product to continue to build it and refine it and make it better and make it better. But it's always changing, right? And then he seemed to come to a realization where he looked at what Disney had done. He looked at what Disney had done with animated film and realized that films that were produced. 60 years ago, we're still having an impact on humanity with love and intention and, 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 and goodness at such a scale with such leverage that, that you do it once. And it's such a work of art that it inspires for generations and generations and generations. And I came across a video looking at you know, YouTube bounces you to, to different things. You know, I watched, I watched, I watched the, the, the code interview, the code interview with, with, um, where they were talking about the Steve Jobs archive because I wanted to look into what that was and, and hear from Loreen Powell Jobs and, 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 and Johnny Ivan and Tim Cook. And thank you, three of you. Thank you, Loreen. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Tim. For releasing this to the world so they can engage and they can feel and they can they can, they can they can they can they can they can understand the moments of inspiration that that drove Steve to be so inspiring and so you know Lorraine. I think you you mentioned in one word what Steve was and, and 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 continues to be, and that's radiant, right? That's radiant. How can we be the most radiant with this, you know, little effort as not not even just little effort, but but d- You know, the smallest amount, smallest amount of effort and the biggest impact leverage, right? How can we do that on the largest scale? And Steve did that. Steve realized that with what Disney had done and all of the love and, 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 and and imagination that went into all of the early Disney pictures and still into Disney pictures with Avatar and all of these, all of these in which goodness is at the heart of them and goodness is at the soul of them and imagination is at the soul of them, right? He he realized that and he continued and he and he and he any you know talk about focus, which Johnny, you were someone asked you a question. I think it might have been might have been Vogue interview or or Vanity Fair interview, one of these things. And 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 you said you said someone asked you a question and, and you said that 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 Steve was incredible about driving focus. He was incredible about saying, what did I say no to today? Right. And and it's like almost and I think you said almost made me feel uncomfortable. It's like, you know, I said no to things, but I said, no, to the things that I would have said no to anyway. But Steve was asking me, what did I say no to that? I would have said yes, that I would have been so excited to do. And I didn't have a good answer for that. And that's that's what I think he said <laughs> and how inspirational that is, because sometimes when we say when we when we when we we don't want to say no. Right. We don't want to say no as a kind of a natural thing. And And what if we turn that on its head to just. You know, not be ignorant, but, but to help others to say, well, what are we saying yes to so, so vehemently and so intentionally that we are focusing on that and we are doing that and, and everything else just kind of falls off because all we're doing is focusing on this, right? And I, and I feel very strongly that that was the intention that was there between, between you and Steve and, and, and exactly what, you know, I, so just to feel the intention behind, behind that, that, that memory and to feel the intention behind that. Right. And, and to bring it back to think different and, and focus. Right. When Steve Jobs came back, he nixed like 30 product lines. He said, no, we're going to do four. We're going to do four. He had to do the same thing at next and, and, and through the trials and tribulations of next, they had all these things. They had all these things that they were doing and they focused on software. They focused, they focused, they focused. He he tried to understand what do we need to be doing? And, and through those, let and through those life experiences and those struggles and those, those things that were happening in those present moments back then, he seemed to have come to an understanding that that's what needed to happen. Focus was so important right? Just with Pixar, Pixar had this software, Pixar had this, all these things that they were trying to do, hardware, uh, maybe uh, there was a, there was all half a dozen different things. And there was this animation thing out in the corner that was like really not getting much attention, but ultimately the focus and, and, and the, and the, and the, and the radiance that he put upon that element when he seemed to have realized the value and the impact and, and the leverage that could happen for the good of humanity by focusing on 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 animation and and having that be a joyful fun experience for millions of people for decades upon decades for generations upon generations he did that but it seems as though he did that through having an awareness in the moment to say let me think about this let me try and understand what the value is here. Let me try and understand how I can continue to build upon this challenge and this and this problem or of 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 scatteredness or 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 what we're tra- what are we really trying to do? What business are we in, right? And it seems like Pixar is in the business of 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 creating joyful memories and and for for humanity now, right after that focus and Apple even today, like they're in the business of. Of making it easy to communicate with technology. And Steve said that in in many, in I think many of his interviews. I saw one where he basically mentioned, and it might have been in the book and please check out the book. It's free, free. They, Lorraine, Johnny and, and Tim, you like, yes, give it to, give it away for free. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bring that inspiration. It's free. Check it out and read email chains and all that good stuff and see Steve (laughs) respond to stuff. It's amazing. It's truly to be able to see the inside of different conversations that were had and different questions that were asking and how he approached those things. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. What better way to try and understand someone so inspirational to humanity than through something like that to where give it to them and let them let them go through it and let them try to understand. Right. And so how incredible is that? But he said very clearly, Apple was to take the sophistication of technology and simplify that to something that anybody can interact with and say, oh, my God, that's so easy. That's so easy. That's so easy because he knew he knew he knew very clearly that the best way to get mere mortals, as as he said, to interact with something so complicated and complex was to make it so easy, was to make it ridiculously easy, that it was just a natural thing. Like, oh, my God, that was so easy. That's what he did. That's what he did. And that's what he did so well. And I feel like that that was that was inspirational. And it continues to be inspirational, continues to be inspirational. So thank you, Bob, for that tangent to randomly open up to the page of innovation, you know, and think different. By the way, that commercial won an Emmy. He wasn't trying to build a commercial. I think it was released in the Super Bowl in the mid-90s. Google it, it's like a minute long. Who's in that commercial? Einstein, Mother Teresa? There's no Apple products in that in that commercial. That commercial was to inspire the soul of Apple. That commercial was to re-engage the soul of Apple within every person on the planet that loves Apple products and with every person within Apple. That's what that was for. That's what that, look at the love and intention that was behind that. Think different. You weren't gonna tell it. You think Einstein listened to anybody when he was coming up with his theories and his things? No, if he did, he, we wouldn't even know who he was. You're going to tell Mother Teresa you can't go and be that for those people? No, she did it. She did it. You're going to tell Steve Jobs that you can't do this and you can't do that? No, he's going to say, how do we do this? He's going to say, how do we do this? I don't want you talking about how we can't do this. I want to talk about how we can do this. That's what he did. That's what he inspired. And he continues to inspire, right? So think different. Our society tells us to think a certain way, to be a certain way, to, 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 to be in, in, enveloped in, in, in all of the complexities and sophistication and madness and stress and all of this of our world. But what if we turn that on its head and said, no, no, be silent, be silent, connect, be, just be reading books and chasing butterflies. Can we just try reading books and chasing butterflies every once in a while? We might find what what imagination is we might we might find purpose we might feel a feeling of 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 joy we might, but can we give ourselves a chance? I know i didn't I know I hadn't prior to eight months ago i hadn't I had not given myself a chance to do that, and I think many of us, if we're honest with ourselves we do we don't either. we're always looking to the next thing we're always trying to go to the next thing. And and it's not easy. It's not easy. It takes awareness. It takes choices, which happens to be our next book. Your greatest power, which spoiler alert, it's choice. Your greatest power is the power to choose. Okay. So, Jay Martin Cohey, thank you for this book. As a reference from Bob Proctor from an interview that I watched, Lewis Howe podcast incredible interview with Bob Proctor. Thank you for that. And, 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 and feeling like I could sit with Bob Proctor for, for an hour to listen to his wisdom. And, and this was a, a recommendation from that, I believe and, and you know, thank you. And so, you know, we're going to, we're going to stay on Steve Jobs for, for a little bit longer because his, his inspiration, I think still continues to touch millions or billions, billions of us currently and 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 even through all of those moments all of those moments of joy steve recognized the 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 power of 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 feeling in one of in one of the youtube shorts or interviews he was giving he referenced aristotle he referenced these artists he then he referenced that that even something that we said in a few episodes ago he referenced that the visual artists they're doing the same thing as as engineers on on technology. The engineers on technology are doing the same thing in terms of creating something. The designers are doing the same thing, creating something, connecting with something, and then creating something, connecting with something inside and and expressing that. He said that. He said that. There was in, in the in the in the in the book. Make something wonderful. There was an email that he sent out to all Apple employees, I believe, in two thousand three, and he and the subject was Aristotle, and it talked about excellence is not a goal; it's a habit because we are what we do consistently. Paraphrasing the quote, or at least adding more context to to give more structure to it, but we are a product of what we do, and excellence is therefore not a not a goal or or a place, but it's a habit. It's something we need to do all the time. And what if we applied that, not just to our professions, not just to something we're trying to do, but our lives? What if we did that to our life? How many of us give ourselves the chance to do that? How many of us do that? Could we do that? Yes, I'll tell you right. Yes, 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 we can do that. We can do that. If we choose, if we choose to do that, right? can we give focus to our life can we give focus to our life we spend our entire lives doing things for other people companies and not to say that that's not productive and that's not good to do of course you know absolutely but but what if we started just taking little by little times to focus on our life times to focus on ourselves and discovering what it is I saw another short on youtube kobe bryant kobe bryant Incredible soul that continues to inspire and inspired so many moments of joy of what the maximum potential of what's possible with our physical bodies, right? Incredible, Kobe. Incredible. Thank you, Kobe, for your inspiration, your millions and billions of moments of inspiration that continue to inspire. Continue. I thought it was so funny. So funny. You were being interviewed by someone and they said, you know, what do you do? Just randomly call people for like to have a conversation. And you said, yeah, that's what I do. Why not? I'm Kobe Bryant. I could, people will answer my calls. Why not pick the brains of some of the smartest people on the planet? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I happened to find that after I read and make something wonderful, the Steve Jobs archive, where he said he used to do that. Steve Jobs did that. He called people all over Silicon Valley and had lunch with them all the time, all the time. And and what and his takeaway from that, if you don't ask, you'll never get. So you need to ask. We need to ask for things that we want. We need to go after and make choices for things that we want. Right? So Kobe, I don't know if you realize that Steve Jobs did that, but Steve Jobs did that, and he was proud of that. And he gave and he in and in and in the book, uh make something wonderful. He he realized. He realized the value of that, picking people's brains on th- certain things. And, and, and in turn, those people had those experiences and those engaging moments with him as well. When there's somebody so influential, we're, we're hinging on every moment. We're hinging if we're really present and really engaged. And if we're not, then. You know, as Einstein says, if if we're not giving something the attention it needs, then we're not like if you're sitting next to a beautiful girl or you're doing and you're like doing something else or giving her a kiss. That's what he says. If you're giving her a kiss and you're doing something else, you're not giving it the attention it deserves. What is what's the quote, Riley? If you're able to drive a car and give a beautiful girl a kiss, you're not uh, while kissing a beautiful girl, you're not giving the kiss the uh, attention it deserves. Be present. Be present. Pause all the sophistication and be present. With that, with that, with that energy of that person, can we do that? And bringing it, bringing it full circle, bringing it full circle. Kobe, who did Kobe reach out to And that one short that found its way to me on the via the algorithm of YouTube? Johnny Ive, of course. Why not? And so we reached out to Johnny Ive. He said they had a conversation. Going back to what Steve said, going back to what we said in several episodes before, like. He talked about his process. He asked how they develop products. My God, look at this beautiful butterfly! It's a black butterfly, and it's he's he's feeding off of a blue, off of a a, a bleeding heart vine. It's so beautiful. Oh my God! Which, by the way, Wings of Life on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Please. If you want to see the beauty of nature and appreciate the beauty of nature and the love that that flowers and that butterflies give to one another with the mutually symbiotic relationship that exists naturally within nature, incredible. All right, so going back to Kobe and Johnny Ive. He asked, he asked Johnny, like, how do you develop products? How do you design products? And he, you know, he described, he described the process. And then they asked each other the same question, like, how do you prepare for games? Right. And the way Kobe described it, it was the same thing. It's a process of creation. It's a process of preparing. It's a process of, of connecting and feeling a certain way and then expressing that. It's the same. We're all creating something all the time. Can we have the awareness to to, to be conscious of, of what it is that we're creating and to connect with that and to focus, give ourselves unbelievable focus, which in today's world is, today's world is incredibly challenging to do because of how complex we are all making it more and more every day, right? So Steve Jobs, Kobe, incredible inspirations. And, um. I had a few really beautiful experiences this past weekend. Uh one of them I was on Saturday, I was I was I was meditating, meditating and focusing on what it is that I that I want in my life and what I what I believe that I am in my life. And I was kind of in a deep meditation. I kept hearing kept hearing a Cardi chirp. Kept hearing a Cardi chirp. And I was really focused and I was really focused. Kept hearing Cardi chirp. I felt like Mr. Cardi, who I ultimately found out it was mr cardi b was trying to get my attention and so i looked over and there he was in the in the tree which is not the tree right behind me but a very similar tree it's the tree right next to the one behind me i looked over and, and meanwhile i was meditating to to music so i can't remember if Beatles were playing or natalie merchant was playing out oh, someone was playing but but that's what i was doing I looked over and he came out of the brush of the tree, perched himself on a branch, flew up like two feet in the air, just like this. And I was like, and then he flew and then he came right back down. And it was, it just felt like a, I don't know, just something beautiful. That's never happened to me before. And then he flew away and then I went back to my meditation, but it was such a beautiful moment and, and it was so special. And, you know, it was just really unique. And then Sunday, uh, another pretty Beautiful experience happened to me. I was uh, I had been reading, as I mentioned, and has been talking about for for most of this segment here. The the Make Something Wonderful by the Steve Jobs Archive collection of all of his works. Beautiful butterfly. Is that you, Steve? And um my wife and I had had dinner and, and we like to do this thing now where we just walk for a little bit after dinner, you know, get the, what do they say? They say, they say, you know, society, whatever, but it feels good. Whether they say it or not, it's something we'd really try to understand. It feels good to walk after a meal to kind of get everything back in balance and everything. They say, you only need to do five minutes, which, you know, we like to do more than that. But, but this time it was raining. I was, it would look like threatened rain. And we said, oh, let's just walk around the backyard. And so we decided to do laps around the pool. Um. Super grateful to have that opportunity to do that in the backyard. A lot of us don't. And so thankful for that. Um, and so, you know, we go outside and, and like I said, rain was threatening and the sun, it was, it was towards sunset time and all that. So we go outside and, and, you know, my wife, she, she looks up and she says, oh my God, it like, it's like an arc of light. It's like an arc of light. And I looked up and I said, wow, that's interesting. I've never seen anything like that before never seen it was was so unique and i said first thing i thought it was rainbow you know and then i looked and i'm like i don't see the colors i I don't see the colors i just see i saw so it's not a rainbow and there's you know even though rain was threatening there i couldn't find any colors and even if it was some semblance of a rainbow um you know which there may have been some slight hints of, of some color but it was clearly an arc of light over 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 the sky you know, I didn't, and, I, and then it, and then it kind of just faded away over. We, we, we did, we did laps around the pool. We we're, you know, having fun. She was walking fast. I was walking faster and she kept running and, you know, it was a fun little, <laughs> fun little experience. And we went and then, it faded, you know, and then we I looked up and it was completely gone. And it was, I was like, it was literally like five, five, 10 minutes. And then we went back inside and we were sat on the couch together and we we're putting some, some on TV. She wanted to watch. And, and I decided that I wanted to, uh, Read more of Make Something Wonderful. I kept reading and reading and reading. I'm reading on my on my on my iPhone. Thank you again, Apple and Steve. Reading and reading, and I come across this page. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I give it to my wife and I say, Can you please read that? Make sure like like on the same page here. And she says, Ark of Light. I just got goosebumps. Um, and so this was literally like 20 minutes after this just happened outside and it was notes so i had come to the page in which steve was giving a commencement address i believe to 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 a graduating class and it was his handwritten notes on the last page of the speech because it it said it literally said like within the first sentence on the page it said arc of light and then and then um i went to uh Like, where's the rest of it? Like, it seems like it's the tail end of a speech, you know? And of course, I scroll down and get to the next page and, and, and and there's the speech. And so I read the entire speech and go through. And, and Steve was talking about and, and giving this address to this class and, and these, these young minds that are ready and raring to go out into the world to put their own mark on, on society. And I think it was a, it was either at, at his, at his college that he had went to and, you know, as he said, dropped out and then dropped in for several years. I thought that was always. Said that. Um, Stanford or one of these Reed College, I think, is the college he went to. It was either there or at, or at Stanford, I believe, um, that he was giving this giving the speech. And the whole reference on the arc of light that he was. Once I got down to the to the element of the speech, which is the last tail end of it that he that he spoke about. That is is he said, think of your life as an arc of light in the sky, and it's there for a moment, and then it goes away. So make the most of it, do everything you can to shine as bright as you can shine. Because before you know it, if you're not paying attention, it's gone, right? So that's what his point was. That's what he was trying to make. And that's what he was trying to convey to all of these young minds that we all think we know it. We all think we know it all at that age. I first to admit, I knew it all. (laughs) I wasn't listening to what anybody was saying, you know, but in a sense of, you know, and, and and here I am saying, don't listen to anybody, but we want to listen to those that we feel that we we understand what they're saying and that it might impart some, some value in our life in this moment now and almost allowing our, our life to be present in the moment. Daily Stoic, amazing Instagram. Thank you. Daily Stoic had a quote from Seneca today. Again, I'm paraphrasing the quote. I'll get better at that, so I can be exact. But <laughs> for right now, I'm going to paraphrase. He said. He said something like, "It was either make make every moment your life, or make or make every day your life, and forget about the entire like concept and construct and constraint of life, and just let it be one one day and one moment at a time." Grandmother would always say, T- "One day at a time. Take it one day at a time. Right. Take it one day at a time." We all should try that if we haven't. Like you know, it 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 distills it down to something that's manageable. It distills it down into something that's manageable, right? And 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 finding a way, as we talked about in a previous episode, we we see these things that are created in our world, whether they be you know software platform or or, or an incredible building or uh, whatever it is. All of those are are millions and sometimes billions of choices over many 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 billions of present moments within the worlds of everybody that was contributing to those things. So we have to break things down into manageable chunks. We have to break things down into present moments to where we can apply, be present, have an awareness, and then put intention into something. So that intention expresses, and it's then received. It's then received by those in which we are We are hoping is our audience when we create that thing.